Hey, and welcome back to the Blue Collar Off-Road Podcast, episode 16. I'm here with Luke, Richie, and Cody. And today we're going to sort of talk about um, a couple sort of open-ended topics. Uh, worst influences on the rigs, right? Um, so that could be yeah, a person. Yeah, something like that. That. Could, that could be a person. It could be a trail. I mean, I know there's there's specific properties that definitely aren't good influences on on my rig. So I got to sort of stew on that. We'll see where the conversation goes there. But I think that'll be a good one. And then the other one we were looking into was, uh, you know, when do you decide you're going to commit to an obstacle or when you're going to you're going to back off? Right. You're, you don't think you're going to. It's just not the day to try to make it up an obstacle. And I think there's there's definitely some easy ways to or easy outs right it's too wet it's it's just i'm not feeling it but i think there's also some other other kind of interesting uh topics we could go get into on that and um just be interested to see what you guys your thought process is when you're actually hitting an obstacle you know having known your rigs for however long you've owned the thing you've been driving it right you know when when do you know like okay yeah. it's just this isn't right. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Um, if you want, I think we should hit that second one as the intro topic, if you will. Um, yeah, sure. For me, I've had a couple of times where the rig has done a couple of weird things while I'm like trying to get into the position to hit an obstacle really hard. Um, one of the weird ones for me was I was at Ma Bell and I was doing an obstacle at the V-notch up near the top. And I felt a little, like, tap next to my seat. And sure enough, I went to go and hit the obstacle. And I sent my radiator fan... Or I sent the fan into the radiator because I blew a motor mount off. And that tap was the um, transfer case hitting the floor. So hmm. after that happened, I started noticing whenever my motor mounts will get bad, I'll find that out right as I'm about to do something entertaining. And... I'll feel that little like tap on the floor and I know to get off of it. This is why by a good set of motor mounts that Oh, I'm aware. Break and not poly. I did order the stinky fab uh um, well, you shut up rubber. about that poly rubber shit. Listen, he brought it up. He was gonna go there, so I just had to shut it down. Hey, I bought the stinky fab um the motor mounts, transmission mount, and the braces. So, nice. so those will be showing up whenever I forget it, what I ordered for shipping speed. <laughs> I think I've said it like three times. Good motor mount ugh, motor mounts are worth it, right? That it changes the way the whole thing feels. It just feels more rigid. It it's like putting stiffeners on your rig in a lot of cases. Yeah. Um but another thing that'll cause me to dip out was like all the generic cop outs. Sometimes you're just not feeling it either. Like, you can just have an off day, and I'll just be like, nah, I don't want to do that, because I'm going to end up getting pissed and thrashing the shit out of my rig. Mm -hmm. I'd, I'd say for me, kind of similar to what Luke was getting on the end there, but it's more like it's my, my, uh, my approach on almost every obstacle is kind of crawl it, see you. how it feels. <laughs> I love you too. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's I was okay. talking to my wife. I thought I was so muted. My bad. So I, I, I'll like, I'll crawl up and see how the Jeep reacts. Like that's the biggest thing. I, I 
would rather try something at least to see how the jeep will uh feel during it than just be like no nah, i'm not really about that other than if it's just like a vertical climb and i'm looking at it, i'm like yeah fuck that shit but um that second try hit it with a little bit more steez and if it really doesn't like that then i'll just kind of either a hit it harder or just say no nah, i'm all set um and it probably would also condone to uh like what the weather conditions are for the like a big portion of that if i just know how my jeep's gonna run on something then if it's like if i could do one other obstacle or not do it then i'm like there's definitely no chance of me hitting something else so yeah um one thing that always kind of like gets under my skin is that feeling when you get like if you're trying to get up something and you're on your second try you give it a little bit of the beans and you get that feeling where all the weight just completely unloads off to one corner that feeling i don't like i like it when the rig feels planted and like it wants to go up it i don't mind that feeling and that's the scary part about me not having a cage is i don't really hate the uh like that yeah, that line like yeah in but in a horizontal manner the forwards and backwards is what kind of gets to me my my horizontal or i guess uh my x-axis yeah i don't even know yeah the side to side it kind of like i'm fine with towing that line but i could definitely see where the that's uh, definitely easier to get used to see i don't mind the vertical i don't like the side to side because we were doing that stupid shit at harris when harris was still a thing and i was just playing around on it pulling tire off the ground but it for me it's when i'm like bound up and then it just I feel it pulling tire going off to the side. Oh, I don't okay. like that. I see what you yeah, mean. For for me, I can sit the Jeep almost completely on the hatch and I'll be completely fine. Or, you know, all the way forward. Totally fine. No way. The that minute I'm just like even a little bit sideways on a hill, I start having a panic attack. Hmm. Full blown. You're Caitlin's see, the same way. Caitlin hates side to side. The side to side stuff, though, you you can get used to, and you sort of figure out. Like once you know, once you've been in that position enough times, you're sort of like, okay, this is fine, right? It, nothing's gonna happen. I'm on basically flat ground, except I'm angled like probably five degrees, right? You always think it's worse than it is. Like mm-hmm. you'll you'll be in the rig and you'll be tipped sideways, and you'll be like, holy shit, like it's about to go. And then you get out and it's like barely at an angle. It's just like a I- slight, right? <laughs> I, I actually have a somewhat embarrassing story in relation to that. I, I was at my house in the woods and I was going out towards uh, our climbs all the way in the back. Mm-hmm. And I was taking a shortcut and I didn't have my doors on. And I legitimately thought my Jeep was about to flop over onto its passenger side down the hill. So mm-hmm. I just yeeted myself right the fuck out, sprawled <laughs> out onto the ground. I'm looking at the Jeep, and it's like, my, my tires are six inches up a rock. What the fuck? <laughs> I, funny that you mentioned that, because I think your property is what kind of gave me that confidence when I was balancing for a solid, I'd have to say <laughs> 10 seconds before somebody put their hands on the Jeep where it's just like, I didn't know if it was going to go or not. So it was like that kind of, I kind of got used to it where I'm just like, Oh, I can go to this point exactly right where I'm at. Otherwise I'm going <laughs> to flip over. So 
Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I just depends on how your suspension's flexed out too. I don't think it's right. Like if your passenger tire, if you're facing driver's side downhill and your passenger tire goes up on something and your back is like doing other things, like it depends on how your wheels are situated, I think. I, I definitely get more sketched out if the driver's side is on the downside. I don't mind the which direction it is. For me, with my rig, there's a very distinct point where you will hit the shock. Like, you feel the shock uh, bottom out or hit the uh, end of its travel. And then when you feel the rig still, like, whimsadaisically going until it, you just don't know where it's going to stop. Mm-hmm. That is the part I don't like about it. I don't mind when I'm off camber. I've got the harnesses and I've got the seat and everything and I stay planted, but with your side or with your situation, Cody, I was the idiot that grabbed the tire and just like did a pull up <laughs> off of it. it. Down. <laughs> I mean, you did like in reality, like you did the dangerous, the most dangerous thing, but it helped it in a situation where I was going to go like, you were going for the ride with me if you didn't let oh. go, you know? Well, I didn't grab it with, like, uh, closing my hands in anything. I just lightly pushed on the fucking thing <laughs> from the lip of it. I'm, I was fully prepared to shove it over. <laughs> I, I was telling everybody, I was like, I'm just going to let it go. I can make it out of this. Everybody's like, do not move. Don't do anything. I'm like, but I could just turn and floor it. Everybody's like... I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> the only person who wanted that to happen was Colin. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't see any way you were driving out of that unscathed unless, like, unless you got lucky. You'd, hard you hard driver hard. and floor it. Hard driver and floor it, and I would have made it out. I don't know. You that couldn't even turn it. when Once we got it winched back over, you couldn't even turn it, so. Well, I already had Oh, yeah, wheels. you couldn't turn your wheels. My wheel was yeah. already to the left. Mm-hmm. That's the wrong direction. You're trying to go up. You're trying nope, to go driver. No, no, because that would push. If I go passenger, it would push me down left, which is where I want to. If I so same thing like driving a quad. If you go up on two wheels, you need to turn into the way that you're leaning, so that way you can push back down. If you turn, that would be fair. Yeah, I guess, so, but then you're. I don't know. I still it's, if I if anywhere. the O one didn't have the stupid safety seatbelt thing, and I was just not done. <laughs> That's right. Like. <laughs> If I wasn't on an angle before I got in the Jeep and I could use my seatbelt, I would have tried it, but I just... Yeah, well, uh, why didn't you buckle your seatbelt before you started being stupid? Because I was on the hill just, already. Just... I was on the hill. I was already yeah. off angle. When I hopped out of the vehicle, then got back in. So what it sounds like is you need a cage and harnesses yes. because them things don't give a fuck. That's the why that's like literally first on the list after kind of the little finishing touches on my old Jeep and then... I was just about to say on that, um, in regards to the first topic though, we hit on the worst influences on our rig and you just meant, or we were just talking about how you flopped your, or almost flopped your shit at Kish's. That's Mm -hmm. been the worst influence on my rig because it's stupidly close to home and I can keep going over there and breaking shit all the time. So that, that makes sense. Ooh, that's a, that's a good answer. Like ease of access, yeah. so you can just go and play. Like that's such a that's a good answer. Yeah, if we want to go shooting, go over there, shoot a little bit, and then clean up that mess. Hit the trails, and I have decent black obstacles at my disposal that range from 
fairly okay to fuck yourself. <laughs> Literally. Um, I'd have to say it's experienced friends is my worst enemy. Like having the club and having fr- like buddies that also have XJs with very similar suspension platforms and then being like, yeah, you fucking got that. Yeah, hell, I did that on 31's open, open. You got that pussy. And then I go up to it. I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, they, okay. They did it on open, open on 31's in 2000 fucking 15 <laughs> when it was all dirt and no rock. <laughs> I mean, if we're talking about Ma Bell, we were going back there in 2013. But um, I'd say that definitely is my worst enemy because... I respect all of your guys' knowledge in it. So when you're like, oh, yeah, you totally got it. I'm like, yeah, dude, I, I fuck. Yeah, right. I got this shit. I got this. And I pull up to him. I'm like, I don't have this. Like, Or <laughs> or a situation of me pull, me and Luke pulling up to Ma Bell and uh, another group there. And we're like, yeah, we're just going to ball up this. And I follow him. And I'm just like, well, he ain't stopping. I'm following this dude. Like, we're, we're together on this. I He's the big elephant. I'm holding on to the tail of my nostril, and we're riding up this thing together. Like, <laughs> well, the thing with that was, I would get to the top of the obstacle, I'd look back, and you were jockeying into the line and mm-hmm. going up it, so why stop and get out to take pictures when you're going to be up the obstacle before I get my harness off? <laughs> True. <laughs> But I mean, that was my, I think that was the first day I really tried split rock or whatever it's called. Diff dragger, split rock, Diff whatever dragger. the term is. Diff dragger. And just was like, I looked at my buddy and said, do you want to hop out? He goes, no, I'm all right. I'm down for it. I go, no, like there's a chance that if I do this wrong, we're rolling. He goes, Hey, I'll see you in Valhalla. And we just said, okay, <laughs> just crawled do 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 And he was like, this feels weird. I'm like, you're fine. Do 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 do. And then made it out. And yeah, that was a good time. So good influence, bad influence depends on the situation, but friends friends are bad friends <laughs> mm. i think i get in the most trouble when i hit an obstacle i've hit previously and i did it easy and then i hit it again and then it just fucks my day up it's been several occasions where it's happened uh ma bell uh was one of them was that one spot where i just mashed my uh header and i drove home with half open header like from the pre-cat area. Um uh, yep. trying to think of other ones. I remember I that. The, Harris has um, screwed me up a few times. Specifically when I was... Uh, I think we've talked about this one before as well. When I was on you know 35s, there's been this one obstacle that would just always deny me, but then I made it up once, and then the next time I went, I was like, I made it up easy last time. I'm just going to hit the same line. It'll be mint. And it wasn't meant it was bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's always uh, the best time though. Especially like I, especially when you end up having um major failures like drive shafts exploding and shit. Mm. Yeah, I've never had a drive shaft explode, unfortunately, but we've come close. I think my worst influence is Luke, Graham, and Colin. Because <laughs> I'm like, they made it. I can do that same obstacle. Yeah, you've got it rough For, because you've Forgetting that you guys are bigger. Yeah, I mean, you've got it rough, though, because we've all had basically your rig 
previously yeah. so we know how capable it is so regardless yeah. of your so experience it's like, I can't try we're just like yeah you're going you up guys, that you guys all made the shit back in the day <laughs> so literally my uh, exact answer <laughs> we're on yeah, the same yeah, boat cool okay we're, we're in this together well, it's, Richie. It's, <laughs> it's 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 but it's not so much the fact that it's like everyone's like telling me i can make it it's like I'll see Luke walk up something at my house, for example. You know, one tons and forties. I'm like, I can do it with my okay. I got baby you. I stock little... axles and thirty fives. <laughs> as long as you don't break, like as long as your tires are not spanked, which they're not, and they're probably as good as what Luke has on his, because his tires just marshmallow up stuff. Like they don't really. I've never seen them like wrap around a rock. <laughs> like they always just marshmallow around stuff. There's never any like actual like conformity that happens with those tires. <laughs> well, it's just... like uh, what do you, what do you call it? The uh, when I broke my axle shaft at my house on that last trip, mm-hmm. I I literally I only tried re- where I was, just because ah, all the one ton guys keep doing it. <laughs> no problem how, there was a problem definitely but how dare you <laughs> impugn the honor of my nittos they <laughs> marshmallow saying, up I'm, everything they do they marshmallow up but i never see them like the trips my trips will literally like flatten out and just grab everything and yours do not <laughs> do that <laughs> nope but the jeep goes everywhere yeah i mean You've only popped one tire, right? No, I haven't popped one. Oh, you just blew I the just bead. Blew, yeah, I blew the bead yeah, off. Yeah, because of you had too much air in it. See, you got to lower it down so then when the, the rim hits the edge of the tire, it slices it. That's when you know you're aired down enough. <laughs> I run eight and six in them, too. I don't even run, run that six? much. Six? Yeah, in the rear? Well, in the rear, yeah. Uh, the front. You got to do it in the front, pussy. No, I run them at eight. <laughs> <laughs> Those are fighting words. <laughs> One and two. Don't be a puss puss. <laughs> but I'm poor and don't have beadlocks. Neither do Oof. I. You know. So super glue was the thing. True. No, well, but um, duct tape. Duct tape the electrical. Inside. Yep, electrical tape. I prefer gorilla tape. I use double-sided the... tape. I've never used that. <laughs> I've only used the gorilla tape on the beads. So for anyone out there that doesn't know, I've had pretty good luck with uh, taking a strip of Gorilla Tape and going around the edge of the safety bead on both of them to help like build it up so that way the tire is less likely to pop off of it. Works pretty well. How Come many off. reps? Uh, three, four, five. Gotcha. How often do you think a tire actually rotates around the rim? Uh, quite often. There's a couple of videos that were taken in slow-mo of my rig back in the day, and you could watch the tire just, like, defl- or like flub its way as the rim's spinning in the tire. Yeah, because yeah. I know that's a major problem with dirt bikes, but they have, like, a uh, it's a beadlock, but it's one beadlock, so it's kind of, I was just thinking about that. If it ever, if it ever happens with, uh, like, vehicle tires, it just seems it's... Um, so <laughs> on on my Jeep, one of my grabbers has a pretty noticeable nick in the sidewall. It's not leaking or anything, but it's like that's where it is. 
And Man. on that same rim, there's a nice dent in the And for the longest time, the nick and the dent were lined up perfectly with each other. And I've noticed over the last, like, year that they just keep getting more and more separated. Hmm. That's interesting to know. Yep. But the last I checked, it was probably, like, 160 degrees from the the dent in the rim. No, it's further. Hmm. I think my rims are too mangled for the tire to really rotate around it. If it did, it would probably be a bad time. <laughs> yeah, what if you scuff up a rim? Could you, like, scuff it up to get, like, I don't know, could that work? Honestly, I don't know. I've never heard of it. I've always just taped the beads and sent it. I could see how it'd be nice to to not have to worry about it with bead locks, but at the same time, like, I've seen some sketchy shit happen with bead locks, so... Yeah, but, like, at, at what point is it, like, I why would I put a bead lock on my wheel, you know? So do I just deal with it? I, I, I don't think it would be worth it for you to put a beadlock on your wheel. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and I don't think it's worth it for me to put one on mine either because if I was going to do... Unless I buy, like, spendy beadlocks that are, you know, like aluminum beadlocks that are nice and probably way out of my pay range, <laughs> uh, it's going to ride like shit on, on the road because it's going to be a weld-on beadlock kit and I don't know how well those run on the road. I If... Curtis gets me those wheels that he says he's going to ship to me. I will put weld-on beadlocks on them, and we'll see how they run. But What uh, wheels is that? Just the same Super Duty wheels I have on it now, but they're not molested like mine. I don't want to put a weld-on huh? rock ring or a... I don't want to use my shitty rims to, uh, to do that. Become, a, become a rock ring or something like that. I Realistically, I'd probably do a rock ring over a beadlock just because... Blowing the bead in my case isn't isn't that much of an issue. It's easy enough to just pop the bead back on. Um, I have more of an issue with deforming the uh, the edges. All right, they just get <laughs> mangled. Yeah, um, I was looking at it though. There's a couple of bead blocks out there that are pretty damn cheap, like three fifty a rim, which isn't okay. bad for an eight on one seventy. I probably need them for one set of tires. The other set of tires doesn't. But back to those bead or back to those uh, rims that you were talking about, you might run into an issue because there's very little uh, gap for you to mount the nuts that would hold the beadlock in when you weld that in. Well, that's why I was thinking I'd just do a rock ring on it. Yeah, hmm. I'm probably just gonna end up doing the same and calling it good for now. Yeah. So, I mean, like, so yeah, this so. conversation kind of—I mean, if you guys are done with it, it sounded like it was. Yeah, and in there, um, so this kind of ties into the idea of like how much is like how much is worth investing into your Jeep depending on like where you're at. Like, what do you feel is like your ending point until you start making a major change? <laughs> well, uh, yeah, Luke's in the middle of a big change, and I I am uh, dreading committing to my big change now that I have my Jeep back because of just all the other bullshit I've got myself wrapped. Oh, up you in. actually got it back. Yeah, I dropped yeah. it back yesterday. Or, oh, shit, uh, I didn't know. Uh, someday. I guess by the time this comes out, it'll be two weeks ago or something. When I started making my big change, there was just enough broken shit that it was worthwhile. And, you know, if I'm already spending a little bit of money here and a little bit of money there, what's 800 bucks on a set of tires? And, yeah. 
that was my whole thing with it. But I don't know what you would define as like a low or like the investment point. I think my rig's kind of cheap, but I don't know. I just threw three grand at it. I'm about to throw another 2,500 at it if I go with the Atlas, uh, assuming other stuff doesn't happen. Yeah, but in the sense of like, what is other than people's individual uh, monetary like situation? Because that that's going to be everybody's answer is like, all right, I can only spend X amount of dollars onto something. Well, but like, and it, see, and it, I'm going to cut you off there because it really depends, right? We talked about this in the last episode a little bit. We kind of touched on it, you know, of having a really clean rig, like build a rig all the way through. It's clean as hell for like the first week. And then as soon as the person who built it actually wheels it, then it's not clean anymore, right? It's not Instagram worthy. It's, you know, now it's a piece of shit. It's just beat up like every other Cherokee or every other, you know, whatever mm-hmm. it is, whatever car it is. So it it depends on if you're that kind of person, right? If you need to have it be clean all the way through and then, you know, you take all your pictures for the Instagram cloud or whatever, and then <laughs> and then you play with it. Or maybe you don't play with it. I don't know. That's that's one way to go about it. Personally, I've had a lot of fun. You know, you just, especially when you're trying to get into, into the, into the sport, into the hobby is you just spend a little bit of money, right. And play with it and see what you like, what you don't like, and then fix what you don't like. And that's just what you do. And you can choose. There's definitely a lot of options as far as cost savings and you know how much you want to spend and on certain parts so you can get the best performance that you you, the performance increase that you're looking for for whatever price yeah i agree with that i wouldn't have gone out and bought a set of 2600 brand new stickies you know but a set for 800 bucks with another set of 150 bucks super duty rims that's a lot easier to stomach oh absolutely (laughs) um yeah, but you're right, though. I would really like to build something clean, but when I say I want to build something clean, I'm talking like I want to basically just yeet parts off of it and entirely, you know, um, go with the... Uh, wow, I'm sorry, I'm blanking out here. <laughs> but yeah, no, build everything basically like I was building a buggy inside of a Cherokee. I wouldn't want it to be... And I would want to just keep the uh, body lines. Oh, so, okay. So you're saying more, but, okay, sorry. Let me rearrange how I was saying that. Would you rather keep it more factory spec looking or best parts in that situation for you? What you consider clean? Because you could go either way. You could go, oh, yeah, I got brand new KMCs, brand new Atlas, brand new LS, brand new tires, brand new fenders, brand new seats, brand new interior. But that's clean to you. That's not clean to somebody who likes stock or not in stock but like uh oem-esque yeah i definitely wouldn't be doing that it would definitely be something along the lines of like where it would look like a built jeep and you'd have to look at the fine details and then you'd be like cool you know that's holy shit different hmm okay yeah what are you thinking or richie either one of you I'd I'd say, you know, it's highly dependent on everyone's personal preference and all. But I've always been of the mindset of no matter what you're doing, it's all right to spend money as long as it's on quality parts. You know, don't don't be 
dumping all your cash on stupid shit. But at the same time, you know, if you can get something for $200 or something similar for 400 but it's a fuck ton better. You know, if you have the 400 bucks, spend the 400 bucks. Yeah, it's a buy once, cry once kind of mentality. Yeah. That's something that Colin definitely preaches highly. And uh, I know Graham definitely thinks opposite of that. Because I've, <laughs> I've loved the uh, little banter that those two can kind of throw at one another because of that. <laughs> yeah, like, See, he's got I, like honestly, the, the, Colin, the, Colin's a good example of what I said, though. Because he, he waits to buy stuff. And, but what he does get, it's usually pretty good. Yeah, but he also built a Dana 44 and a 60 and is now undoing all of that. So I never said he was a fucking genius. <laughs> I never said that. Touche. Touche. <laughs> uh, but yeah. he was putting good parts into the Dana 44 and 60. Uh, the 44 isn't really something you can you can blame him for doing. At the time when he was building it, it made sense. He got the thing like fully decked out as it was from somebody he knew from I, I think that's what the story is. And yeah, I mean I I get it at the time. It's just not doing what he needs now. So I'm just throwing actuals. shade because it's a forty four. Yep. Not not for his rig. His rig's too heavy. Um I think yeah, his I'd... foot is too heavy. I don't think it's the rig, it's his foot. Oh, his rig is heavy. I too. agree with I Cody. Nope, his I rig... agree with Cody. <laughs> I'm not saying he's wrong, but I'm saying that thing is not light either. But so yeah. why do you feel opposite of that mentality that uh Colin has? So I don't it's not that I feel the opposite mentality. I just uh I I, I don't strive for, for, for perfection what I'm building because then I'm never going to get anything done. That's my biggest issue with, uh, you know, Colin's process on some of the stuff. And it's, I'm sort of like, it's been bad because he's been influencing me towards trying to make things, you know, not perfection, but, you know, make things better and, you know, be more methodical about and less gung ho about just slapping stuff together, which is, which is good. You need to have, you know, some self-restraint when it comes to building things. What? You know, That's a fucking lie. No, you do need to have some, right? Like, you can't just, like, go slapping in. Like, if you don't have the material or the the parts you need, you can't just, like... Oh, yeah, I know. I'm just... Commit to building something that you don't have all the material for. Yeah, I'm just saying I'm dumb because, like... Oh, we're gonna put a cage on it. Let's go. Cage is gone. All right. Uh, one tons. Yep, gonna do that in a month and a half. I just commit Mm -hmm. to something and make it work very well, but there's a couple minor details that are always left over that I neglect. I think that's I think that's partially due to you having your hand in a few different baskets and if you know that if you think of something for too long, something else is gonna pop up that you feel might be worth more than what you're gonna spend the money on. So you're just like, I have the money, I have the idea, do it. And then you're then you're do it done 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 done. And then you slowly build that money back up and then you're like, hmm, guns, Jeep house this that truck like you know you you follow like you know what i'm saying you kind of wishy-washy so you have to make that like sure bet decision right now so that way you stick to it yeah that was definitely <laughs> the case with the stickies because i messaged the guy he's like yeah i got them and i'm like all right when can i get them 
Oh, I'll be in Connecticut next week. Okay, yep. Or, not next week, I'm sorry, Monday. Yep, here's half the money. So that way there's no way that that got derailed. I, yeah. I will say this. Luke has always been very assured of every decision he's made, I think would be a good way to say it. Meaning, well, I mean, as soon as he decides to do something, done. it's getting done. Yeah, if you just, like, jump right in, right? I'm doing this. Okay, it's happening now. That's how you get things done. And that's sort of where I was going, right? I'm I'm not Luke level of... I, I think there's, like, there's, like... If we had to put me, Luke, and Colin in a spectrum of, uh, you know, just strategies for building things, I think Luke would be on one far end, Colin would be on the other totally opposite end, and I'm, like, I, I kind of float between the middle a little bit. Tell me if I'm wrong. I, I, no, that's, I, that's I agree. I, see it. I, I think that's pretty accurate. I agree, but at the same time, I do like to think that on my work, I do put a lot of time and a lot of effort into making it perform well. Yes. I don't yeah, skimp but... on the performance. I just no, get it done quickly. No, you're not quickly. skimping by me. Uh, that's not what I meant at all. I just meant uh, as far oh, as, you know, function uh, Function goes, you, you're, and that's... You're focused on all you know, I care about is the brutal control. function. Yeah. And and what I'm what I'm about to say is not a dig at And it doesn't everybody. necessarily sorry, sorry to cut you off. It doesn't necessarily be need to be like the you know the the best part, the hot parts on the market today, right? It can it can be something that will work for cheaper. I feel yeah, like Yeah, there's a, a reason that I have a Spartan and a Weldon. Yeah, I mean, you, you just you know what works. You, you don't need to spend money on the on the extra stuff that isn't going to actually get you where you need to go. But the internet says that it's bad, so why do I buy it when I can buy what internet says is good? What do you What are you buying? No, I'm just saying in the sense of like <laughs> I say like internet says that I can't weld my rear locker, but I can weld it. But you no, can you also can weld your front inter- end and drive around with a welded front and four wheel. No, 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 no. I've, I've just, done it. I'm just making a joke. <laughs> I'm saying like the like uh, ox locker, like oh, selectable way to go because if it breaks, you can do this, you know. Or Luke's just like, no, fuck that. This shit works and it's way cheaper. And guess what? I can spend the bling bling on something else because I just did this, you know. It. it I just yeah. like it because he has this like tried and true mentality with it because he's like, I know it works. Fuck everybody else. And guess what? You're doing this too because you can do it this way and save way more money than doing it this dumb way. It, it's cool. Uh, All right. I like it. But I want to hear Kish's shade because. Uh, yeah. Oh <laughs> no! So so it's not it's not meant to be a dig at anybody, but it's like when Luke and Colin go to do something, they both take a while to do it. But Luke taking a while could be like two months versus Colin taking five months to do nearly the same thing and it's not because like luke is rushing or colin is just dragging ass it's it's just the way that they work you know that they both come out with a product that works phenomenally and looks pretty all right it's they're just different it it was supposed to it was supposed to be an addition to your spectrum comment grant yeah 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 it makes sense y'all just kind of glazed over me yeah Yep. We go Sorry about that. Fast. Um shit, never mind. Skip me. And Luke is 
Uh, well, yes, I am dumb. Very so dumb. The, the, so the, the thing that Graham brought up where you guys are all on different um, aspects of the situation, that's why I love like being around you guys because it's so easy to be able to just pick an idea from one, pick an idea from the other, pick yeah, an idea from the, the other. Yeah, that's half the fun is we all have these crazily, you know, the wildly different opinions on how things should be done, mm-hmm. right? And I, I yeah. think it occasionally shows through on the podcast too. It's a shame we can't get Colin to come on the podcast. I think that'd be a riot. Oh, I, yeah. think I think that'd be the greatest like five hour episode of our lives. I think that's when we would just stop like two or three times in the middle just to restart the recording. Just so we have like three or four episodes all set, ready to go. <laughs> Colin, part one, part two, part three, part four. <laughs> Yeah, something like that. That would be entertaining. Um, but I, I think I think Colin would be a great person to have him uh, come down when we do our uh, big like get together, where we're yeah. all you know in the same room and shit. Or we I just agree. never bring him on, and he's just that like one thing that we can never that obtain. Mythical, just a mythical. Yeah, <laughs> he's that one thing that we can never obtain. So it always leaves the listeners wanting more because we can't have it. I think yeah, that's the strategy. <laughs> that's the strat. <laughs> he's a tease. He's the tease. Ah, <laughs> uh, it just sucks. He works second, so it's kind yeah. of an issue. But yeah, it that's gonna be a good one. We should also grab Curtis for that because I want to hear those two start slapping each other through the internet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh boy, oh boy, that'd be an interesting one. That it would. Um, let's see. Skip me, I'm sorry. Oh, you're fine. Um, but what I was referring to earlier was like it's really awesome to have the three of you guys in an available an available situation because like when I'm thinking of doing something, when I have an idea to build something on my Jeep, I can take my idea, take Luke's call idea, take all Colin. Three of us. Yeah, literally. And I literally will he'll be like, I just talked to Colin and he said <laughs> this. What do you think? It's oh like, yeah. Well, yeah, I I do it this way, but Colin's way is good too. Or but you know, maybe I agree with Colin sometimes. It's perfect because I can just melting pot all three ideas into one, and then it just comes out with this fucked up baby of an idea. <laughs> but guess fourth, what? This you know he's <laughs> off the spectrum. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I come out with my my own that all three of you are like, yeah, don't do that. But I'm like, look at what I made, like a like a, like a kindergartner. You're like, I made this, and you're like, oh oh, looks it's what is it? It's like it's a view, and you're like. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> a similar idea. Like you're proud of me, right? <laughs> uh, sure. We'll, we'll hang this up on the fridge, just not the kitchen fridge, the, the basement <laughs> fridge. <laughs> uh, I mean, I guess we do have a pretty good effect on keeping tools out of uh, newbies' hands that shouldn't be in there, like sawzalls on you know unibodies right off the bat. Whoa. Whoa. But I want to. But I want to. Yeah, but you gotta yeah, earn I, your keep I, a little bit. I think that was a personal attack on Cody there, Lou. Nah. Nah. <laughs> quite, I wouldn't consider when time. I started actually considering the idea, I was definitely not a newbie. So I don't think that would be Yeah, when I was they just joking, Cody. When it was first discussed <laughs> and he was still on short arms with no stiffeners and thirty-six <laughs> IROX unlocked. At that point in time that would have been a bad idea. Now, oh, whatever. 
you know, the <laughs> moderation factor is definitely there. And um... yes, yes, for sure. The 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 uh, the point I was at in my life when I came into the shop with that to where I am now is totally different. Granted, I'm laid off because of winter and the government pays me. So it's awesome, but it's fine. But yeah, definitely cutting that up then would have been a bad idea. Yeah. And I mean, I feel like that's definitely something that um, was a good part of our group. And it's kind of funny the amount of damage you can do to your rig if you just let it rip with an angle grinder and you're not paying attention or you don't know what you're doing yet. There are oh, some God. mutilations running around. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> especially with the invention of the interwebs, which is the most dangerous tool for noobs. Uh-huh. That that was one of the things that pissed me off so much back in high school was like when when Luke had his first Cherokee, I fucking took my time cutting his front fenders to make them look nice and even. And then we go driving around Torrington and there's all kinds of Cherokees running around where it's like you could tell that some stupid teenage kid got fucked up and just hit it with a hammer to cut the fenders. <laughs> that was I'm me. like, what the fuck? That was me. I, I don't even Bro. mark a line. I just go along with where I feel it. You know, wherever the grinder is in binding, that's that's the sweet spot. You know, you just kind of... <laughs> some, some people, I swear to God, they chew their fenders to cut them. I swear to God. <laughs> I, I fucking Jesus. swear. Let's but not like, forget I, the classic box cut. Oh, oh no. no. That's the, stop, <laughs> it, stop it. Throw it away. That's laziness. <laughs> oh, what about what about like degree. the like the barrel cut though? Like Jacob I don't had this hate one the barrel cut. cut like, a, like it was round but it was round. Like the whole fender was gone. It was like you know, oh, it should have yes. had a 55 in there or something. <laughs> it was cut high. <laughs> well, it's like I I would be more all right with that than some of the shit I've seen drive like driven around my town. For yeah, sure. about, like square cut, like yeah, we've had a couple the, of box the, well, cuts. Square... Hold on, yeah, nothing is worse though than somebody with fender flares and stock tires. I'll take I'll take a square cut fender oh. with big tires <laughs> over fender flares with stock tires. Uh-uh. What about an obnoxious stinger on a stock Jeep? Lifted? Are you talking lifted, Cody, with fender flares and stock tires? No, just stock with flares because they think it's going to help save the paint. But a stinger, you know, a stinger, stinger's one of those things. It, it takes the right person. You got to you got to rock it. You know, you <laughs> okay. can't come okay, out. Well, imagine my Jeep Graham with the old stinger. Imagine right. my Jeep with the old stinger. Yeah. Now take everything that wasn't factory or put everything that just imagine a factory Cherokee with that stinger. I don't mind it. I don't hate it. I never uh, hated the singer. I never the, hated it. I I feel like it was it was an interesting Graham, look. I would not I my like my shining moment, fuck but out uh, of you for it. I would accept it. it. <laughs> Why do yeah. you guys hate stingers? They I like them. I think like a cow catcher, a stinger, like they have their purposes. Listen, listen. I have nothing against stingers. Uh, it was just Obviously, time for that one. You were Kane Stinger forever. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't like excessive stingers when they're stupidly tall. It just annoys me. If it's, I I didn't even mind Grams. Grams kind of like fit on his rig, but when you get like the obnoxious ones where it's like up into the 
a quarter of the way or halfway up the windshield, then it's kind of like, what are you doing? Well, see, my Jeep grew into the Stinger. Mm. The Stinger, like, I built the Jeep around the Stinger because that was the first thing that ever happened to it. But hold on, can can either of you two even talk? Like, you haven't even had a Stinger in your Jeep before. Like, I have multiple times. I've seen that Stinger very much inside my vehicle. Snow wheeling <laughs> multiple times, yes. Now, saw Graham's confused face. He was like, huh? Oh, yeah, that thing has been in there. I know that stinger. <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> Surprise. I don't know. My, my, my whole thing is if you could hang a baby swing off of the stainer and feel like it's too high, there's a problem. <laughs> That's one way of measuring it. <laughs> I've, I have seen a few Jeeps like that. I have actually seen a baby swing attached to a stainer i'm like that's just wrong <laughs> i am gonna miss being able to sort of jungle gym on my stinger the new bumper you you can't jungle gym like it's oh yeah it's all business there's there's no party anymore used to be you could like sit in it like a you know mad max you could cradle yourself in it look look back like there's a you had a lot of options now you got nothing right Especially for doing your steering boxes that you do so often, you would sit in there kind of, you'd like rest yeah. onto it. Now you can't, you can't even now hop can't up on that. it. It's going to suck. Oh, yeah. sad life to live. Yeah, Give and take. <laughs> I do want to build a bumper similar to that. I do like that new front bumper. Oh, it's so good. I love it's it. It's nice. That's why I wanted I Colin like to the... do it. I could have done something the same, but it just wouldn't have, right? It was going to look so much like the one that he built that I'd rather just him do it mm -hmm. and give him the toss him the cash to do it and we yeah. kind of committed to doing it forever and i've been like oh colin do you want to uh uh want to build my bumper or am i going to build my own bumper and it was it was just uh so just, eventually we figured it out so the tube that we dropped off to him back last year when you guys both did your cages you luke and uh, graham was that the same tube that he used that he was planning for your bumper? Or I think so. I think he's <laughs> been using it for other stuff as well, but uh, I mean, he's had it, so. Oh boy. Yeah. It's been I... like a year worth of like back and forth <laughs> trying to figure out the shit. I'm buying some tube from Kevin that's inch and a half by 120, so I was thinking about sleeving my bumper. So it'd be quarter inch wall basically for when I do what I want to do. I like yours, but I kind of want to do a little bit more of a boxy stinger to fit with my Jeep. Uh, mm -hmm. Similar to like the Ultra 4 style. Uh, I think the 4696 car. Hmm. Okay. Um, just to be a bit of a nerd. <laughs> I think that would look, I think that would look good on your Jeep. I think it would definitely tie it in a little bit better where that bumper definitely fits nicely with Graham's rear. It flows like almost perfectly to the same proportion that. Mm -hmm. hmm. Yeah, I have to finish the rear bumper now. <laughs> That's the other thing, though. Like, you, in my opinion, you can't have like the same front bumper as any other Jeep. Like, not not every bumper goes with every Jeep. You know? No. I guess. I mean, I mean, that's like saying that you I mean, can't match uh, your socks with certain shoes. We don't really give a shit. Like. <laughs> yeah, I can't the really. The bumper, no dude. It, it's something no mm. one cares about, but it's something that people notice it. 
I, uh, I guess. I don't know, dude. It don't, that doesn't apply to me at all. I can promise Yeah, I, I don't <laughs> care. Bumper or bumper, bumper bounce off rock. The only difference for bumper to bumper for me is uh, winch or not winch, or crimson chin or not crimson chin. Like, that's to mm-hmm. me, that's it. Or uh, rear tire departure. Like, that. that's the only thing I care for. Granted, that's pretty fucking obvious with mine having stubbies front and rear, but yeah. <laughs> you know, I get mocked for the crimson chin. My Jeep's not even that bad. With the way it's cut away, no. it keeps the uh, tire pretty damn open, so... I haven't had major issues with it, but your some bumper of them is not a awful. crimson chin. There are some bumpers that I've seen you know, on Facebook and, and just available that are crimson chin. Like we're talking long boys way out there. I I've seen some crimson chins where you could fit an entire winch behind the winch. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I think it was the Smitty belts that were out for a while where the winch was like mounted on top in front of the grill. So because of how far out everything was pushed, it was quite the crimson chin. But wow, we really got off from a topic there. (laughs) I don't even remember what the fuck. What was the original topic? How did we get here? Well, so Uh, I, the last thing I tied in was. when you would stop like when do you feel that the money's not being put in the right spot that it's slowly not your, it's not if you have a crimson chin bumper you're spending your money in the wrong spot you're Perfect. not wrong about that. my <laughs> humble opinion no if you have uh you have fox shocks and you only have a rough country lift your money's not going to the right spot oh listen I, I, honestly i'll stand huh? behind the rough country leaf springs those okay. things fucking the- lasted that's not their coils, though. Their coils are fucking junk. I, I ran their coils into the ground. Just break those babies in. They're good. Yeah, they're already I know. from factory. What? I, I know a couple of people that have the four and a halfs that love them. I've never had. I never They've had replaced the shocks. They've replaced the control arms. Um, one of them put in another rough country long arm lift, but they put the uh, Curry Johnny joints in it instead of the rough country joints. They're... Yeah, that's the only thing that I ran into issues with my original setup was those Johnny joints just blew out. You know, it's never fun driving home on a blown out Johnny joint. Speaking of fun. which, those guts are still chilling at my shop from those control arms. Um, I've got one of the like ball p- parts of it that uh, the bolt goes through, and mm-hmm. I've been using that as a uh, hammering device. <laughs> it lives. <laughs> so, it's useful yeah. even after it's you know official retirement. Yeah, it's still working. Just a little oh, peened Jesus. over. I think Perfect. we're gonna cut it here. And uh, any final thoughts? Or we out? Keep it rubber side down, dent side. Ah, fuck it. Hey, and welcome back to the Blue Collar Off-Road Podcast, episode 16. I'm here with Luke, Richie, and Cody. And I think we're going to start it off with... um, Who are you? I'm Graham. Is this first try? Is this our first try to this episode? I mean... What do you mean? Is it? Oh, oh, uh, yeah, totally. Definitely first try. (laughs) Now, we had a little bit of uh, technical difficulties, so this is actually our second try to this episode. You just ruined my intro. I can't make a joke. 